Hey, yo, man. Man, what's taking you home so long, son? Shoot, calm down. Man. Come on. When circumstances scare us, our imagination tends to take over, filling our minds with endless anxieties. Now, this gems from Robert Greene's book, The 33 Strategies of War. I was knee deep in this massive volume of stories and lessons when I was delightfully surprised that Kindle recommended another book by Greene, The 50th Law. Robert Greene's books are big, deep, and well researched. You may know some others, The 48 Laws of Power, Mastery, and The Laws of Human Nature. He's also a mentor of another best selling author, Ryan Holiday. The 50th Law comes from a surprising relationship Green formed with someone you may know if you grew up in the late 90s or early 2000s or are a hip-hop fan. 50 Cent. Yep, the rapper. A fan of Green's work, 50 and Green met to discuss possibly doing a book together. Green would get full access to 50's life and opens the book with this. What excites me about America is its social mobility people continually rising from the bottom to the top and altering the culture in the process. On another level, however, we remain a nation that lives in social ghettos. Celebrities generally congregate around other celebrities. Academics and intellectuals are often cloistered in their own worlds. People like to associate with those of their own kind. If we leave these narrow worlds, it's usually as an observer or a tourist of another way of life. What seemed interesting is the opportunity to ignore our surface differences as much as possible and collaborate on a level of ideas, illuminating some truths about human nature that go beyond class or ethnicity, end quote. An hour after Kindle's recommendation, I'd sucked in a good chunk of the book. Now, I'm not done yet, but there's some points worth sharing, and I don't want to wait. Regardless of your opinion of 50, Green gets you thinking about fear. He cites the 50th law as the power of being fearless. He's not expanding on the 48 laws of power, but rather making the point that 50's success is because of his fearlessness. 50 Cent, or Curtis James Jackson III, was born in Queens, South Jamaica. 50's mother, Sabrina, was killed when he was eight. With no father, his grandparents raised him. At 12, and under the guise of after-school programs, 50 started his first business, selling narcotics. A stereotype rapper of the 90s, 50 also did time in prison and lived in a very violent world. But he saw a way out. Music. Not unlike his drug dealing days, he hustled, mixtapes in the streets, recording in basements, and whatever he had to do to bring his hope to life. Despite his growing popularity, he wasn't out yet. Someone wanted him dead. On a spring day in 2000, 50 would take nine rounds from a semi-automatic pistol in front of his grandmother's house. It's incredible that he survived. He would later describe this as a turning point in his life. It's no surprise. For those who've looked death in the eye and come out the other side, it changes you. And this from 50. When you've been in a light-threatening situations, you become aware that life is not forever. He recovered, and in 2002, he signed with Eminem and Dr. Dre.
50 would go on to have a fascinating career spanning TV, mining, yes, mining, and inspiring a next generation of artists like Pop Smoke. A prolific bankruptcy is also part of the story, and that says something. 50's adamant that he's fearless, and it's the reason for his success. But I'm not convinced. It's likely the opposite. He's very afraid. This from 50, quote, Fear dominates most people's lives. Fear of loss, fear of failure, fear of the unknown, and fear of loneliness, end quote. He's scared of something, and with good reason. His father abandoned him. His mother died at eight. His freedom was taken away in prison. He watches his friends waste away in prison or die, and he's intact in broad daylight while his grandmother plants petunias. And damn right he has fears. He just doesn't let them own him. They motivate him. Yeah. Let's take him back. Uh-huh. Coming up, I was confused. My mama kissing the girl. Confusion and curse coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably out committing felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing, check, check out my melody. I want to live good, so shit, I sell dope for a four-finger ring. One of them go ropes. Nana told me if I pass, I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope, tossed and turned in my sleep that night. Woke up the next morning, niggas have stole my bike. Different day, same shit, ain't nothing good. In the hood, I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Need to love it, though. Underdogs on top, and I'm gonna shine on me until my heart stops. Go ahead and read me. I'm Rabs This gives us some insight into his thoughts. Quote When you work for others, you're at their mercy. They own your work, they own you. Your creative spirit is squashed. What keeps you in such positions is a fear of having to sink or swim all on your own. Instead, you should have a greater fear of what will happen to you if you remain dependent on others for power. Your goal in every maneuver in life must be ownership, working the corner for yourself. When it's yours to lose, you are motivated, more creative, more alive. The ultimate power in life is to be completely self-reliant, completely yourself. End quote. Rely on no one. It's his mantra. Given his childhood, it's no surprise that he feels this way. Now, from Green, quote, Your attitude has the power of shaping reality in two opposite directions. One that constricts you and corners you in fear, and the other that opens up possibilities and freedom of action. Fear creates its own self-fulfilling dynamic. As people give into it, they lose energy and momentum. Their lack of confidence translates into inaction that lowers confidence even further, on and on. End quote. Fear has two roles in our life. First, it works to keep you alive. It starts with breathing and eating, but to our detriment, we've allowed its own parts of our life beyond what we need for simply surviving. David Kane says it better than me. As a human being, you come with a natural inclination to overvalue feelings of safety from two great fears. First, the loss of your resources, and second, the judgment of others. End quote. The second role of fear may be where 50 gets it right. It's the motivator. You take action to protect yourself and it pushes you. Fear points you in the direction of where you should go. Now be careful. Your monkey mind plays tricks on you. It will create resistance that tries to keep you from your calling. It will tell you stories about how you will lose your resources or people will judge you. Maybe they won't love you. 50 says F that and he does the work. Stephen Pressfield has something in common with 50 when he describes resistance in the war of art. Resistance cannot be seen, touched, heard, or smelled. 
but it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work and potential. It's a repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, and prevent us from doing our work. End quote. What you believe will likely come true. Be careful. There's a deep voice inside you that will work to protect you. It's interested in you surviving, not thriving. Sometimes you should listen to that voice and then do the opposite of what it's telling you. Go head first into what you fear. The you on the other side of that will be the real you. All right, so what do we do about it? First, we get honest with ourselves. You don't have to be honest with me, but be honest with yourself. What's scaring you? And what are you really afraid of? It's likely some combination of fearing a loss of your resources or fearing the judgment of others. And second, take action. Though I started writing this 10 years ago, I didn't publish regularly until January of last year. We're now 71 weeks in. My fears, which still linger, stopped me. But despite all my fears, my family didn't stop loving me and I didn't lose my resources. Have people unsubscribed because they didn't like what I put out? For sure. But guess what? This community is three times what it was a year ago. I'm not bragging. I'm sharing that the fear is real for everyone. You aren't alone. I'm right there with you. Let's wrap it up with one more from the 50th law. This is probably my favorite. Quote, your fears are a kind of prison that confines you with a limited range of action. The less you fear, the more power you will have and the more fully you will live. End quote. Okay, friends, take care out there. But don't forget, most of what you're afraid of isn't real. I hope you found that helpful. And if you did, please consider hitting like, leaving a comment, or sharing it with just one other person who might find it helpful too. After all, we're all in this together. Take care, friend. <laughs>